0: Episode 230 of the ANews podcast, Digest, and conversations on anarchist activity, ideas, and conversations from the previous week on anarchistnews.org. What's new this week? Spain, 1936, Ethiopia, 2021, the fight against fascism continues. From anon. Ew. Quote, 80 years ago, at the concentration camp, Vernet d'Ariege, France, Tecle Agos died. The plaque on his grave reads, August 19, 1941, Ethiopian. Not much is known about his life, except that he was probably part of a group of a dozen students from the Horn of Africa who had traveled to Spain in summer 1936. The announcement of a revolution made by workers and peasants, ordinary people, which had triumphed over fascism on July 19th, 1936, gave them some hope. They who had seen the same fascism seize their land in Africa a few months before. Were they Amhara, Tigrayan, Oromo, or some other Ethiopian ethnicity? We do not know, and frankly, we are not interested to know. Tecle Agos and his companions had not come to give their youth for Catalonia, Aragon, or Andalusia, not even for Spain, but they came for ridding humanity of fascism, and also because they shared with the Spanish revolutionaries a universal idea, that of establishing liberty through equality and solidarity, unquote. Way to speak for the dead. This is a deeply activist post, including quotes like, Quote, memory is useless if it does not highlight today's struggles, unquote, which is either so specific as to be blind or so general as to be meaningless. This text mentions anarchists, but only to talk about anti-fascism. Fah. Fah. Fa. Fah. Not, not fah. Fa. Yes, thank you.
1: Support the revolution in Brazil. From email. Mm. A couple people who helped attack a statue have been arrested. A group of communists and anarchists are raising money for them at firefund.net. They are also setting up a, quote, international solidarity ring, unquote. The English is rocky enough that I'm not sure what they're trying to say there, but they definitely are looking for support from around the world. This is all accompanied by grandiose talk of revolution and the people TM. So, you know, it's really serious this time.
0: Afghanarchism from Counterpunch by Nikki Reed, who needed a proofer for this article that it did not get. Reed argues that there are a people in Afghanistan who are better anarchists, despite sexism, homophobia, and religious orthodoxy, than anarchists are, as they are stateless, which may be true for some extremely constrained definition of state. Quote, Pashtun society is governed by a strict code of honor known as Pashtunwali, or the way of the Pashtuns, which is upheld by decentralized local councils of elders and religious figures known as Jirgas. For centuries, it has been the Jirgas and the Jirgas alone who have governed the land of lawlessness by settling disputes among the tribes. Every other form of rule has been stubbornly rejected and successfully resisted. No single entity has ever managed to hold a monopoly on the use of force in these mountains, and many have tried. It wasn't until the 1940s with advent of tanks and aerial bombardment in the region that a central Afghan state was even able to successfully quell a tribal uprising and this fire superiority only gave Kabul the upper hand for a few decades before the Pashtuns could outfox them." Unquote. At the end, Reid mentions the left anarchists that they're talking to with his piece, which could indicate a desire to get out of the rigid categories of acceptable action that many leftists are supposed to color within. So I can be sympathetic. But that doesn't make this article much more coherent.
1: Fire Ant, Anarchist Prisoner Solidarity number 10, from It's Going Down. Quote, Fire Ant is a quarterly publication focused on spreading the words of anarchist prisoners and generating material solidarity for our imprisoned friends. Begun as a collaboration between anarchist prisoners and anarchists in Maine, Fire Ant seeks to raise material aid for anarchist prisoners while fostering communication between anarchists on both sides of the walls. Issue number 10 features essays, letters, and poetry from anarchist prisoners Michael Kimball, Pepe, Thomas Meyer Falk, and Sean Swain, as well as an introduction by Robcat to the new Fire Ant Food Autonomy Project, unquote.
0: We love Robcat. Robcat is great. Moscow Anarchist Black Cross Update, September 2021. From Oftonomen.org. Updates, a few good, mostly bad, on cases of anarchists and anarchist sympathizers who are currently in prison in Russia. Some inspirational actions and pictures to bring home the humanity of these folks. And requests for letters to most of them, though the letters should be in Russian, so translation software is your friend, I guess. Seriously, write an Anarchist Prisoner today. Today.
1: AUKUS, A Big Step Toward War, from Melbourne Anarchist Communist Group. Geopolitical analysis that has a sprinkling of anti-imperialism and nothing anarchist because being against war is not enough, people. Quote, the Melbourne Anarchist Communist Group calls on the labor movement in Australia to oppose the AUKUS partnership and its anti-China campaign. The nuclear submarine purchase underlines our established position, not a person, not a penny, for the imperialist Australian military. We have no illusions in the Chinese so-called Communist Party. It is a gang of corrupt bureaucrats whose Stalinism is so degenerate that it celebrates Chinese billionaires. There are more U.S. dollar millionaires in Beijing's National People's Congress than there are in the U.S. Congress. Our opposition to AUKUS instead derives from our opposition to our own ruling class, unquote. This was missing its not-anarchist
0: tag. Updates on special surveillance against a comrade from Genoa, from infernourbano.noblogs.org. Translated by Act for Freedom Now. Quote, The usual refrain continues to propose itself stubbornly and monotonously, like a cracked record. The comrade in question is anarchist, therefore dangerous, and this is confirmed by the fact that she is being investigated as an anarchist. Things standing this way, they could go on forever. In these times of experimentation of systems of social control extended over wide parts of the population, anarchists have accumulated considerable experience in this respect, and for some time have been unmasking the lie of the narrative on rights and freedoms accessible in civil and democratic society in exchange for obedience, delegating, and legitimization. The fact that the results of adhesion to the social contract are mostly in favor of the few and to the detriment of the many is quite fucking evident." I added the fucking. Unquote. This is thoughtful and worth reading, points out that prisons are time bombs, why we support our imprisoned friends, and how we push ourselves to do more.
1: Operation Scintilla, a two-year journey, from roundrobin.info, translated by Act for Freedom Now. A brief history of Operation Scintilla and some suggestions for the future from some participants who usually avoid the internet. Quote. We want to say that nothing of this story was easy to deal with on a personal and practical level. We are also interested in facing the criticism of those who think we wanted to easily sort the question out privately, and we reiterate that it was not this that pushed us, but the will to reach out even far away from us, trying time after time to flatten the obstacles of the chosen method as much as possible. However, it is certainly true that to a quantitative spreading of what happened which we also sought we prefer the quality that the different passages could offer us in the direction of an overcoming of the reasons that led us to submit this declaration at the appeal trial. For this reason, in highlighting the commitment we put in understanding how to overcome the difficulties which distances imposed on the chosen method time after time, we apologize for the occasions when we weren't able to do it. Unquote.
0: Eric King's trial postponed from Anarchist Black Cross Federation. The headline says it. The rest of this is legalese. No new date has been set yet.
1: Boris gets out of prison via sans. Dot, or, or, or.
0: No, it's sans nom, Boris
1: no. Get, what's that? Sans noms. Solms.
0: Up the nose.
1: Boris gets out of prison via SolmsNom.noblogs.org. <laughs> Translated <laughs> by Act for Freedom Now. This sounds better than it is, as Boris is still in a coma, which is why the court has decided to officially release him, which only means that once he's conscious again, he will still be dealing with these legal troubles. Coma or legal system? Hmm.
0: Post-COVID Riot Prime Manifest, which I think is supposed to be a manifesto, but maybe I'm wrong, but from non.copyriot.com. 20 solid anarchist points, if a little heavier on the revolution by any other name, tip, than I expect they mean to be. Here's most of point three. Quote, uprisings are possible and necessary even under pandemic conditions. The nationwide uprising in the U.S. following the assassination of George Floyd, in which billions of dollars of the enemy's property was destroyed, was the most extensive uprising since the so-called race riots of the 1960s. These mass gatherings of angry people have not resulted in a more rapid spread of the coronavirus, as even our opponents' media have admitted. They did, however, manage to divert the focus on the war against a virus, a war that is a war of the insane because you cannot declare war on a virus, let alone win such a war, to the real diseases of society, the pervasive racism that is a practiced shoot to kill racism, especially by the security forces which at the same time creates executions in a quasi-extra-legal space. The liquidation of the poor, which is a daily practice in the favelas of Brazil, is implanted in the governance of the metropolises of the West. The Obama presidency did not change the situation, nor will the Biden presidency. But 13 is the one that speaks to me. Quote, Our situation is hopeless. From this, all possibilities arise. Unquote. Maybe I just like brevity, maybe because it speaks to the nihilist. Anyway, worth reading, though apparently only a critic was up to the length.
1: Swaniac Fest 2021 updated from seanswain.noblogs.org. The rescheduling of this event from September 23rd to September 30th. Hope it went well. Write an anarchist prisoner today
0: call for submissions to, quote, the anarchist feminist turn embodying care engendering love from Cindy Milstein's blog Outside the Circle. Making the old argument that anarchism and feminism are the same, Cindy wants people to write for her book, which is writing the trend of self-care that has only gotten stronger since COVID. Her time has come, or something. Quote, this edited anthology aims to portray what anarchist feminist ethics look like on the ground in this current era, how collective care is embodied, and thus how expansive forms of love are engendered in the ways that we put anarchism into this imperiled world so as to mend it. The collection will offer not so much a definition, definitive or otherwise, Of anarchist feminism, it instead hopes to create an intricate portrait of the many ways that it can be understood in and through present-day experiments. Unquote. Weird use of the word engendered. But I don't want to get that close, so I will just leave it laying there.
1: With the rest of it. Yes. State of War, from It's Going Down, by William C. Anderson, author with Zoe Samudzi, of the book Black as Resistance. This is an excerpt from his newest book, The Nation on No Map, Black Anarchism and Abolition. This excerpt argues for planning and preparation to fight in the war that is already going on all around us, and argues that thinking we will fail means that we will fail. If only the obverse were true. Someone bust out that meme that says not with that attitude. A few relevant comments on this thread, including the question of the word nation and what to do with it.
0: Rendezvous in Gar from enoughisenough14.org. Gar is a squat in Athens named after a mountain in Kurdistan. There is a trial of those who were first evicted from this squat. This text is a reprint from a statement from September 2020 by anarchist prisoner Demetrius Chatsyvaciliadis for September 9th, 2021, when the trial started again. It gives a detailed history of the squat and defends squatting in general. Quote, the occupation and defense of Polytechnio in November 2016, after the combative mobilization for Obama's reception in Athens, was the mold for the, coordinate, for the co-organization of the defense of Exarchia neighborhood in the coming 6th of December that year, on novel terms. For the first time, a number of collective bodies took the political and practical responsibility to prepare the defense of a ground and to stand on the streets together in an organized and coordinated way. Not by chance, all the bodies that wanted to and could defend the public space of Exarchia were squats or groups from squats, not only from the neighborhood. The struggle for the 6th of December within the neighborhood under the slogan, Throw a Rock from the Balcony, began with a wide communication campaign with posters, door-to-door flyer distribution, information given to car owners on the streets of the neighborhood, and an event on the Central Square. It was the Battle of the Open Door. The organizing initiative taken by Gar had a defining contribution, unquote, and so on.
1: I'm going to get that wascally wabbit. Okay. Roll a walk.
0: You're saying we should do tongue twisters before we read? Is this what you're trying to tell me? Like, Audio like, and video. Like for fucking professionals?
1: She added the fucking. Anarchist views on communism.
0: Always add the fucking.
1: From immediatism.com. This is a bit of a misnomer since there are also communists represented here, but anyway. Quote. By specific request, immediatism has four readings of texts giving anarchist views of communism. Episodes 624 and 625 express pro-communist views, and the 628 and 629 are anti-communist. Of these four, the one receiving the most attention is episode 625, The Relevance of Stirner to Anarcho-Communists by Maddie Thomas. The other authors are Dr. Bones, pro, Appio Ludd, anti, and conspiracy of cells of fire, anti, unquote. Dr. Bones is not an anarchist, just saying.
0: Transmission, part two, Relationships, from Sub.media. The second part in their mini-series focusing on intergenerational relationships amongst anarchists. If you get past the gauntlet of Helen Hudson's endless repetition of movement this and movement that, then there is some actual anarchist content and some actually appealing voices, which are charming. The captioning is needlessly slavage to every like and mmm, but just stop reading. Aha! This is the hidden agenda of submedia! Now I get it!
1: Unmasked. Self and the Body from Immediatism.com Quote, readings of four essays on the body and the self. Anarchism in the Body by Michelle Campbell is a call for more anarchists to contribute writing in this area. Agency and the Body on Body Positivity, Resentiment, and Desire by Reed Wildermuth is a disclosure of Reed's own experiences growing up with a different body type and his thoughts around agency and fitness, as explained in length in a chapter of his upcoming book. Reed's view is that we are our bodies. Access Intimacy, the Missing Link by Mia Mingus provides a terminology for that feeling when someone really gets you based on a shared experience of disability or hardship. In Corey's view, noticing when we do or do not have access intimacy with a person can help us realize when empathy is coming naturally and when it is not, and to identify whether the other person is being empathetic with us. Finally, on self-love and gunpowder by Flower Bomb, recorded in response to a listener request, is on a nihilistic love for both chaos and the whole self. Unquote.
2: Octox forgot to press record. I didn't hear any announcement. Uh, now now I said that thing. Yeah, because I didn't fucking press it. I just logged in. I didn't hit the button for record. Just press the button to log in. Topic of the week, true lies. Everybody lies, and if you don't, you're lying. This everyday tool of deception can save your ass or ruin your life depending on how you use it. And we have good reasons to lie. Manipulation, self-defense, avoiding consequences. For someone stepping outside the boundaries of law, relationship, work, expectations, or simply social graces, telling a tall tale can be easier than facing the music. Fortunately, our collective our collective compulsion to not tell the truth has grayed the moral waters of even our most definitive institutions. When asked if lying is wrong, a shaky, eh, it depends, echoes from the church halls and scientific offices. Even courts with perjury laws rarely enforce them. Our language stance on lying may stem from the fact that it's a long-standing survival tactic. Anthropologist Napoleon Chagnon says... We probably would have never made it to the fourth glacial period if our ancestors had refused to tell a lie. Strategically deployed, deception and self-deception are survival-enhancing social tools. If lying can be the difference between life and death, how are anarchists using it today? How can lying help us survive our current period? Of course, another reason lying goes largely unpunished is because we live in a world of strategic half-truths, omissions and fabrications, courts, cops, corporations, politics, media, military, religion, technology. Lying even has bipartisan support, just with different strategies. The right impressively contorts lies into truths for their audience using the media, while the left relies on outrage to defend the sanctity of facts. Determined not to be left out of the fun, where do anarchists fit in? How do we currently lie to these powers, is it of any use? Can we capitalize on this moral uncertainty and make the best use of our deception? When shouldn't we lie though? When is honesty the best policy? How do we wrestle with notions of trust, respect, loyalty, and facts? Are we compelled to be truthful to our lovers or family? Should we hide the truth from one another? If self-deception can be used as a survival tool, how have we lied to ourselves to make it this far? How can we go further? Greetings, um, listeners. I'm here with Max. This is OCTOX, and we're going to discuss this topic. Um, Max, how are you going to lie to us today? Little
1: did he know that this simple, seemingly innocuous act would result in his imminent death.
0: podcast was sound edited by Greg. The What's New was written by Chisel and read by Chisel and
2: Chuckles. And
0: you can't do that. God
2: guesses.
0: Uh, read by Chisel and Chuckles. We hope this podcast is useful too and fun for anarchists and the anarcho-curious. Give us feedback and constructive criticism by email at podcast anarchistnews.org. For more information and see some good commentary, see what you favorite non-sectarian anarchist site with commentary anarchistnews.org. On the other side.